Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a It's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. a rat on the floor and then somebody said big deal this area is notorious for rats notorious right? <laughs> everything was fine until that point um autumn food on the carpet actually uh, yeah yeah it, it just left left one on the carpet feel like amber head she did that didn't she <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> johnny depp just left a little poo on the bed there you go take that you prick yeah is he still How old is John Anderson now? Do you want to know what he's up to nowadays? Well, I know he, he's actually... I actually know. Do you want to know? Go on, then. So, correct me if I'm wrong. Have you heard of the... Um, it's called Fake Taxi. <laughs> he's the guy. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to From Lads to Dads. How are you, Matt? You well? I'm all right, Ben. How are you? It's good to see you in the flesh. <laughs> Finally. I oh, know. It's our first podcast back together instead of doing it over the phone. Well, I just want that little connection we like, do we? Yeah. We just like to be in the same same room, having the same amount of banter. Well, we do bounce off each other, don't we? That's good to two fat fucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, Matt, what's been going on? How, how, how are you finding the new regulations? You're allowed to have your best mate round to do some comedy gold in the podcast. Well, that's what I thought we'd do with this episode, mate. You know, have a little catch-up. A little catch bit of what's up. going on and... Quite frankly, mate, it's been life-changing. In what way, mate? Well, first of all, I've joined a Facebook community group. Shut the front door. Because <laughs> you've just you've just moved as soon as lockdown started, didn't you? Yeah. Um, and obviously, with the lockdown, you've just you've had fuck all and no one to talk to around here, have you? Not really, mate. It's like getting to know your neighbours, but you can't actually go anywhere near your neighbours, can you? Mm. So well, as well, with you that whole accent in the back garden, now that no one talks to you really. Yeah. I think you're a thief. What was the reason you're on it? Why did why did you all of a sudden get back into it? You want to try to give back to the community, like get involved with people, or what? No, I spoke. Just looking for skirt. Yeah, I mean, I spoke to people and I said, you know, I want to, I want certain things. I want to know, you know, if they've maybe got some pallets going. If anyone's got any pallets, I wanted to build a little bar in my garden and all this lot. And I tried going to B and Q, and they said, no, we're not giving them away. So I thought, right, I'll go and um, I'll go and try on this on this community group. Yeah. But my thing about community groups is I don't want to join them because I don't want to know what's going on in my area because mm-hmm. I, I don't want to I don't want to know all the all the rubbish. You just want to be nosy. Yeah, well, that's what you find after that, don't you? Scrolling find... through years and years of archives to find just... out Julie around the corner is actually a swinger. 
Yeah, it's just nosy, <laughs> busy, busy people. There's some shit on there, though, isn't there? Isn't there, mate? Honestly, there's absolute. What was I telling you about this? Uh, about this community group? About what did I find on it? Um, we we had one round of one because I'm on two because we used to live with my parents now where I live with my wife and that yeah and uh, some of the stuff on there it's like Janet wants to know if the car park mate is working in Waitrose car park fucking go and drive like, go and do it yourself mate go and find out uh, yeah somebody pointed, posted a picture the other day it's always about teenagers mm. uh, let's have it right I mean now I, let's have it right <laughs> I, I grew up in an area where there wasn't much going on and yeah people got up to mischief and everything else like that. Nowadays, there is plenty of stuff going on, especially mm. around here. It's a nice area, but we're in lockdown. You know, kids can't go to youth club. They can't go to the community areas. Mm. They can't go anywhere. Yesterday, there was a picture of a guy taking pictures of kids climbing on the roof of the leisure centre. Mm. And he just put, do you know where your kids are? Question mark. And I thought... That's a bit strong, isn't it? Well, you do, because you're taking pictures of kids. Why are you taking pictures of my kids, mate? Because <laughs> you yeah. dropped them out and your dinner's on the table. Yeah, and then, I mean, I was this close to putting... Oh, I hope there's some lead up there, because if not, they've wasted their time. Do you mm. know what I mean? Because everybody else was saying, oh, well, there's somebody's going to have an injury, somebody's going to get hurt, somebody's going to, you know, everything else, moaning and whinging the kids. And also, why is he taking photos of children? Yeah, let him enjoy themselves. The guy was about... 25, do you know what I mean? Like, get what, him life. taking... Oh, mate, get up there, good man. <laughs> God, boys, get in the van. Well, yeah. maybe he was filming them, mate, so if they did fall through, you know, you've been framed, 250 quid. That's, oh, shh. Maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe that was Because, obviously, I'm a part-time gas engineer, because, obviously, I'm a full-time podcaster. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, so I, like, I get quite a bit of work off them, but they're just... Some of them are, like, ridiculous. You're like, oh, can... Um, like Janet from fucking round the corner in where I live, she wants to know if the, if it's raining outside and to put her washing out. Like, fucking give it a rest, Janet. Look outside yourself. Well, it's been... Actually, what the world's coming to, mate, isn't it? Everything's all techn- technology now. It is, and it's... This is the one thing where I wish I hadn't, I hadn't looked at it. I knew I shouldn't have done and it's not it's not the guys taking pictures of, pictures of children. Mm. It is... Somebody took a picture of a rat on the floor and then somebody said, big deal... This area is notorious for rats. Notorious. Right? <laughs> to which point, uh, everything was fine until that point. <laughs> well, how do you feel that you know that now? I've deep cleaned my house. I've made sure there's no crumbs, no cheese lying around. Shock. I've, barbecues. There are no go now mm. unless I've got some sheeting down on the floor. And it's I like can, an asbestos tent in the back garden. Yeah, but, and I started looking further into it. It was all over the news, like actual national news about how many rats there are around here. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, yeah. mate, you might get your rent down. I know. Have you? Um, what's the weirdest thing you've seen on there? How long have you been on the group? Um, about a few weeks. Shall we? Shall I just go on it right now and see what the latest post is? Two hours at the back, but one hour at the front, you would think they would be encouraging shoppers and coffeeers. It's about the price of parking oh, in the area. I've gone on one here. It says, can anyone recommend a decent Tyler? As in like a Tyler. Yeah, rather than Tyler. Yeah, Tyler, but, get inside! Yeah, but someone's commented with a guy's name called Tyler. <laughs> yes. Gold, love it, next. <laughs> Are children's playgrounds open in Hampshire now? Question mark, six comments. <laughs> Yes, they are. We went yesterday. <laughs> Did you have a good day? <laughs> Someone, they're just bored, mate. So boring. Such busy, boring people. Anyone lost a key? It's now on top of this sign, Hanwood Crescent. So if anybody does know of yeah, a key, that, yeah. that may be dropped. Or anybody whose uh, key it might be, your house has just been burgled. Yeah. 
learning a lot of things about my daughter actually during this. During this uh, How is she getting on? Well, I bet she's enjoyed the lockdown, seeing you a bit more, hasn't she? Oh, it's been lovely, mate. Actually, but she's obsessed <coughs> with beds. She really loves beds. Just like her dad. Yeah, she really likes blue tits and just like her dad. She's, she's got these two little. Um, like blue tick, um, you can see the hand gestures he's doing now. <laughs> Cold tap, hot tap. Yeah, you uh, got me. It's, um, yeah, she's got these two like little cuddly beds that she grows around, but mm-hmm. she does roam around town going, "Have you seen my tits? Have you seen my tits?" Which is awkward in a uh, in a public place. <laughs> Another awkward thing that she does. <laughs> Another awkward thing. She, she doesn't actually talk like Ben and Manning. I was going to say, uh, she's got an old northern bird, isn't she? She's, um... See me tits. Potty training-wise, we're backing that. Good. Theo, Good bossing it. Yeah. Um, he likes to now... Uh, he can get himself on the toilet, and uh, all you hear is the old famous words, I finished, <laughs> and then I ran in there, and he shit all over the toilet seat. Oh, Absolute yeah. legend. But he only does it when Mummy's at work all day, so Daddy's got to deal with that. He never does it when Emily's away. No. But it, by, in my mum's... She has. He, we've got a step that he steps on to use the toilet. Yeah, and do it perfect. But my mum's, he has to get on his tippy toes. But I think he forgets sometimes. So his willy, mm. you know, that's what the boy bit is called. Yeah, um, it like sort of like gets stuck in between his leg and the bowl. So he just thinks he's peeing in the bowl, but it's going all over the floor on his feet and all over his clothes. Yeah. So and he's like finished, and he's just drenched in piss. It's, um, <laughs> it's absolutely soul destroying for him. And you can't you tell him off. He's a bit emotional. You're like, oh, well done, mate. And yeah. he's like sat there squelching back into the living room. It's a bit like a cat. Like if if a cat brings in like a mouse, you're not mm. supposed to tell them off because then they'll bring in a bigger mouse because they think they've not done. It's a present for you, and they don't yeah. think it's good enough. So if you tell him off, off now, I'm going to like expect a shit in his pants. Yeah, all over the walls. Wow, that's it. Can't wait for tomorrow then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Autumn food on the carpet, actually. Um, yeah? Yeah, it just left left one on the carpet. A bit like Amber Head. She did that, didn't she? She's like Johnny Depp, just left a little poo on the bed. There you go, take that, you prick. Yeah. <laughs> but we had um, Theo in the garden. He was out there naked, shock. He's, he's always got his kit off. He's like his yeah. dad. Um, former Chippendale, I was. Um, <laughs> and yeah, he just walked in the garden. And I was like, I didn't know we had a pet dog. And there was just a log sat there on the on the patio. Nice. Um, with uh, a couple of footsteps in it. And he obviously brought it into us. And, um, yeah. Good job you haven't got a dog, actually, because if you mistook that for a stick, you'd be in all sorts of different no, difficulties. It's a thick stick with a bit of corn in it. He <laughs> <laughs> loves yeah. the sweet corn, and don't we know? We get both ends of it. Yeah. Uh, Sounds nice. like state. But um, what I was going to say to you is, have you been out and about yet since the new, uh, you know, I've been to the pub, Matt? I've been to the shop, and can I just say that I absolutely love it because it's like going to the pub, because... Mm. People are really sort of into this whole... You know, you get these people on the door that let one in, one out and stuff. Yep. And a lot of the time, I think they are ex-bouncers that have not had a lot of work on. Yeah. And then, the, and people sort of treat going into the shop, like going into a nightclub now. They're like... Dancing down the aisles. Literally, they're like, am I right to, right to go in? Am I right to go in? And the guy's like, yeah. And then they're like... With his little busy. clicker. Yeah, with his little clicker. <laughs> and it's like, busy? Busy there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time to knock off. Is it... Plenty of girls in there, are they? Or is, the, is, it, is it a big one? Is it, is it full? Is it packed? Is it all with the masks on? The people literally treat these people like the bouncers, don't yeah, they? Of course they do, mate. Of course they do. Yeah, it's a very awkward situation. But they love it. They love it, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they do. What was the pub like? Wasn't right, mate. No? Did not seem right for me, mate. So I went there. Big beer garden. Thought beautiful. Weather was lovely. Catch up with the boys. Saw all the lads had a chat. Yeah. Obviously kept some social distancing. Um, and went to go into the pub to get a drink, and it was, you'd have to line up, like you were queuing to go into like a fucking public toilet, 
Yeah. Um, then it was your turn. The barmaids like sort of look at you and go, ah, come in. Like, they don't want to be there. But you can't actually like, you have to stand about a metre back and they've got all the white perspex around the bar and uh, you have to like order your drink and then walk around to another bit of the bar to collect your drink and then walk out. It's like a one-way system, mate. You can't just go, oh shit, I'm going to nip and get a drink. You've got to queue. It's a whole process, mate. People are just leaving, mate. It's boring. He's, he's turning shopping and pubs into a really boring experience. It's like going to Fort Park or something. You have to queue up. Exactly. What it was like, exactly what it was like. like. Imagine going on like a ride at Fort Park. Going, oh, I'll go on that again. You queue up and you've got to wait. And you're like, you don't want another pan. Nah, fuck it. I just went home. Had enough. Yeah. John Arner's been busy. I bet he has. I bet he's had a lot of time on his hands. Mate, too much time. Too much time. Garden's looking good, though. Yeah. He's um he's not shaved the whole lockdown, mate. Looks like a fucking Viking. A big Scottish Viking now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and in the back garden, he's got the Highland Games going. Tossing the cave. Tossing his gear for in his back garden, is he? No, he's, um, he's had enough of this um, lockdown stuff. He thought he'd, there'll be plenty more stories of him coming out in the next few months, I think, uh, as we proceed. Have you been watching anything on TV? Because there's been a lot of TV mm. going on, haven't there? So what have you been watching then, mate? I have been I have been watching... Uh, well, I started watching the Titan Games. The Rock. Yeah, if you watch... The- if you smell <laughs> what The Rock is cooking! Dun, dun. That's The Rock, by the way. Do, do you mind, Dwayne? We're doing a podcast. <laughs> Dwayne, get back in there! <laughs> right, so... Uh, um, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> it's a weird laugh, is not it? So, yeah, for anybody who hasn't watched it, um, I'm just going to give a little bit of background here. Perfectly. So, Dwayne The Rock Johnson opens the show with Welcome to the Titan Games, a show years in the making. My idea, my idea, was to create the ultimate test of athleticism and heart. Turns out it's just gladiators, uh, but with an American makeover. Shock, the Americans, they go a bit over the top, don't they? Instead of, well, yeah, this is exactly how it, it's, it's being Americanised. So instead of gladiators, mm. they're titans. Of course they are. Bearing in mind, the titans lost to, to, to the Greek gods. But anyway, instead of white van men smashing through the wolf in a gauntlet in front of the wife, Karen, who's holding a giant foam finger, it's the rock smouldering into the camera and people with names like Chad crying and talking about their journey and while also shouting, yeah, really loudly. <laughs> so basically, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has ripped off the gladiators and made it American. And I bet you he's raking it in. Absolutely raking it in off John Fashno and Arika Johnson's. Oh God, uh, I used to love the gladiators. used to get old Barry from, yeah, I'm a plasterer from Peckham. <laughs> running in at these bodybuilders, getting fucking bent over and smashed. Stupid. That's, that's all it was, was like a load of blokes on stents before anybody did steroids and just going, these guys are absolutely unreal. Why are they so big like that? These these are, these must be freaks of nature. When Is that his real name? Is that his real name? <laughs> Tornado? Tornado. Rhino, look at the size of Rhino. And there was like a hunter from, who was just right from down the road from me, who was from Beverly, uh, Beverly and he started uh, shagging Arika Johnson. Uh, it was just a, did you know? Yeah, no, did I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. You heard it here first, guys. Yeah, he was, he was, he's still on it, actually. He's still... He's still gladiating, I thought it was... Well, he's, he's got a bodybuilding channel, I think. Oh, uh, is he? I searched yeah, play. Yeah. You, are you a good friend of yours, is he? Just searched Because you have similar, similar builds. Well, we... We, we go to the same gym, uh, we know the same people. <laughs> yeah. No fitness fest for us, just lifting, lifting every stuff in a warehouse somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Real men, real men. No yeah. protein shakes around here. Nah. Just hard work grits. 
anal. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> So, no, mate, but Gladiator's back in the day was boss, wasn't it? Oh, good, was it? I, I showed my boys it because it's on the old, um, you know, the old, old channel where, like, Takeshi's Castle's on. Do you remember that? Yeah. Theo was watching Gladiator, so he was glued to it. And I thought, I thought, Ronnie, Ronnie, we'll bring, Gladiator's coming back in about 20 years' time. Ronnie could be on it. He's an absolute, yeah. mate, truck, truck, absolute yeah. geezer. He's got a gut on him, he struts around, he's already bulldozing through, like, Theo and Caleb, who's, like, 11. He hits Caleb, like, I'll try and stop him here, but I can't, so he's, like, slapping him and, He's a mate, it's going to be a little terror. There's going to be a Netflix series about him in a few years. <laughs> Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Hopefully not the Jeffrey Osteen one. No, hopefully not. Hopefully we'll still be around. Well, I um, that's the thing about this American one. You see, where, like we said, we're just blokes from down the pub who like to do a bit of fitness now and then. Yeah. These guys, are, they're all, again, it's in America. Yeah. They're all like Navy SEALs. Yeah. Um, I was an able to yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, and then they the rock at the end of going, thank you for your service to our country. And then there's, like, you know, like everyone's saluting. Yeah. And then there's the... We're in England, you've got David Aroli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, while well, talking to John Fett. Yeah, just, just roll this down, I'll go smash those pricks. Used to be in the Marines. Now I run an uh, Help for Hero. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Charity, and uh, we just uh, do what we can for the uh, for the thing. All right, mate. Yeah. All right. I also yeah. do window cleaning at the weekends. <laughs> yeah. Was... I'd like to see it the other way around. Yeah. Load of like you know the gauntlet. Yeah. You know it's like the. You've got those sticks, so you've got to try and run and get to the end. Yeah. The gladiators are like trying to stop you going down. I like to see the other round. One absolute meathead running through, like five or six random blokes. Yeah. 
Just and then, you know when the guy they're like Rhino and he does this little thing. You have got Pete from, <laughs> Pete from Greenwich. And he's there like thumbs up, giving it no, giving it fingers. Fuck off! Just gets nailed. So it's dead. So I'd like to yeah, I'd like to see it swapped. And what I'd like to see is like the wolf yeah. there, and then like a load of Millwall fans on the gauntlet yeah. just being like, "Come on, come on, come on, you fucking bastard! Come on, you fucking suck! What are you West Ham wearing the football top? <laughs> oh, here he is, West Ham's coming out. That'd be brutal, wouldn't it? Panelaga down before he runs. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> on my first whistle. Yeah, mate, what a geezer. What's his name? John? No, it wasn't John, was it? I think he was. You will go on my first whistle. Yeah. Yeah, old John. What's his name? Is it John? I think so, yeah. Mate, get him on as a guest, mate. Can you imagine? Could you imagine? We could start up Gladiators Part 2.0, mate. Random yeah. blokes are actually the Gladiators. Like I said, we do a reverse. What, and we... What we, we host it. We won't tell anyone, thank you for the service. John Anderson, his name was. John Anderson, what an absolute boy. Is he still alive? How old is John Anderson do you, now? Do you want to know what he's up to nowadays? Well, I, I know he, he's actually... I actually know, do you want to know? Go on then. So, correct me if I'm wrong. Have you heard of the... Um, it's called Fake Taxi. <laughs> <laughs> he's the guy. He's the guy. He's the guy. Okay. You will blow on my first whistle. <laughs> Um, and what's he doing now? I'll tell you what he's up to. John reprised his gladiator's role in the show in 2008 when it briefly was resurrected on Sky One. Yeah. Occasional cameos on Top Gear. Uh, 2014, he tasted yet more medal success when he helped Brit Hedler, Will Sharman, to a European Hedl Silver. And then. How old is he? He is. Oh, stop that. I think he just said he's eight, uh, 85. Hang on. He's 85. He's 88. He's 88 years old. He's still going strong on, John. And he's from Glasgow. That That is a, that's a yeah. lot, that's a big I'm age I'm pretty sure the average age up there is about 14. <laughs> <laughs> the Frad Goods, he's obviously avoided them. <laughs> well, R.I.P. John Anderson then, yeah? Yeah. of like all this stuff now it's coming to the end I've like reflected the other day I was talking to my wife about it and uh, like as you know I'm teetotal now I don't drink do anything now yeah um, which was a decision that I thought I had to make because when we were in the lockdown it was all nice for a little bit and you know work started to dry up and we were drinking like just casually me and the wife and I started to flicker back mentally to these like not so much depressed stage but like Something's not right. I don't feel good. Yeah. Um, is it that the fact that, you know, I'm worrying about money, even though we've got the mortgage holiday and stuff like that? Um, I'm worried about what's going to happen if I carry on drinking. Is it going to escalate to something else? What's happened in the past? Because um, that door's shut for good. Yeah. So I had to come to a, you know, I had to like sort of man, not man up, because that's not the word we like to use. I had to sort of like make a choice for my own mental well being. And this has only come over the, the lockdown period because of the the constant reflection I've been doing while being there and worrying and stuff like that and no one really to talk to, not been able to like voice my stuff over the podcast really. And so I decided obviously I, I don't know if I'd anything to do with drink, but I started to feel like those things again and feel like shit and Christ, I don't feel good and what if you know, what if this gets I start going backwards? So I made the choice, said to my wife, said just out of the blue, I'm I'm just gonna be teetotal now. Yeah, not going to drink. 
Uh, it's been over a month now, and I did not, you know, not had a stop of alcohol at all. Do you feel better for it? I do, but I don't know if I do for the not drinking because, like yesterday, I went to the pub with my mates, but yeah. I, I'm just drinking non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, but I'm quite loud anyway, so I was, you know, it wasn't noticeable. But also, work started to come back in, and I was, you know, there's work there and money's coming in, so it sort of took a bit of edge off. But then. It's not something I wanted to risk with my head. I was like, alcohol is something that, for me, you can enjoy it, but at the end of the day, it's a drug it out. Uh, yeah. And if, you have, and you, if you're not in the right mind space, it's yeah. a depressant, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because alcohol, for some people, if it can be done in, you know, in the right way and you just drink when you're out and you're having a good time, it's a really good thing, I think, because it can sometimes... Just allow you to have that release and have yeah. that have that blowout and have that sort of just gets everything. Sometimes I think when you have a drink, you see things that you don't normally see, and it gets a lot off your chest and it gets all everything else. But like texting birds, I love you. Yeah, but then for it's when it's done in the right way, and if it can be done in in the right amount, yeah, you got to have a balance on it, haven't you? Yeah, not go overboard. Then I think it's it's great. But for sometimes some people, you can't do that, and mm. it bleeds into the rest of the week and then you start drinking yeah, and drinking that, that's, we were just having like it'd be like a Saturday afternoon in the garden where we'd, everyone's done their fucking garden up over lockdown hadn't they yeah. and we'd like you know we'd have like a few drinks in the sun and then it was like our anniversary and we went for like three bottles of Prosecco like mother-in-law yeah. came around in the garden and um, she took a fucking tumble did I tell you I think so go on <sighs> what happened you sat in the garden like obviously social distancing um, so you go on the side of the house don't have to come through the house she sat in the same spot with her foot in the paddling pool, feet in the paddling pool, because the boys were splashing around, and we're sat like the other side of her. Uh, we must have gone through about three or four bottles of Prosecco, all of us, over the space of three hours, and um, she hadn't moved. Yeah. And she gets up to leave, stood up, stands up, and just <laughs> straight on her face, fucking yeah. walloping black eye. Yeah. God, her, her husband was getting some dirty looks when they were going shopping the day after, and like, <laughs> he's her around in lockdown. Yeah, I bet. But, um, yeah, it's like that, and then the next day, like, you feel a bit hungover, and then bring back all these thoughts of like fucking hell what am I doing and yeah I just decided like you know I'm still in the midst still trying to fix things you know like I've still got bits of stuff that I need to sort out yeah but that's something that I've made a choice um you know it's a life choice at the moment you know I'm I just feel that I'm either we're all in and I'm all out you know I can't have I can't go to the pub and have one or two can I it's either that or I'm not coming home you see that's uh, in a way I'm I'm lucky and I'm not lucky because I don't get much, unless I'm going through a really hard time, I don't get much from drinking at, at home. Yeah. Like, I don't really enjoy it. I just find, So then I don't really drink throughout the week, um, unless, like I said, if I'm going through a really hard time, then I end up going to the pub and drinking my own, which is the worst thing you can do. Yeah, been but, there, done that, mate. Yeah, but, it's, it's, so, but my only problem is anything that I stave off for a while. So if I don't have anything all week, if I do go out and I go to the pub, I absolutely smash it. I, I'm not one of these people who can See, just go, oh, yeah, we'll go to the pub for, like, two or three. I mm. go, I, I, I'm, I'm at the pub to get drunk. I'm not here to play games. Well, that's not like Liam. Yeah, not here to make friends. <laughs> I'm not, not here to, like... It's uh, like what Liam Gallagher said, wasn't it? It's like, come for one, come for a beer. It's like, nah, I'm either going for none, or I'm even not going, or I'm having fucking hundred beers. Yeah. It's true, though, isn't it? And I can't, you know, responsibilities and stuff and trying to turn my life around, you know, Fixing my marriage properly and all that, yeah. you, know, I, you know, it's just a bit tricky going to the pub. And it's not it's, a lot of my friends understand. Uh, a lot of my friends don't give a fuck really. You realise <laughs> that, don't you? You've only got like a certain amount of people who care. Yeah, but I'm not the sort of person as well. Though, like you said, 
I don't think people will know if I'm drinking or not because I'm still still quite verbal. Don't you find that funny? That's a, it's a quite a depressing thing, but not a depressing thing at the same time. Is that you, as you get older, your circle sort of gets smaller, but then sometimes it won't necessarily get smaller, but it gets smaller in terms of the people who actually care. Mm. Like before, when you're younger, if you turn around when I'm not drinking, I'm going to go to teetotal, everyone would be like, why? Why are you, why are you oh, drinking? Don't bother coming. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, stuff like that. But, but now it gets to the point where actually people, instead of not understanding it, actually care so little that it's, it's, they don't even question it. No, it's like when I was, some they, like, they knew, but no one asked anything about it. Not, no one went, oh, mate, why is everything all right? Yeah. It's like, oh, Ben's, I'm, Ben's not drinking anymore. It's too tight. Like, no one gives a fuck. Yeah, it's all right. I'm drinking, so I don't care. Oh, I'm fucking on it! I'm there, like, drinking Heineken Zero. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, when, when we... At least now, while you're starting to go through first part of teetotaling, like we we just have a non-alcoholic beer in the garden or something, don't mm. we? Because for me, I know how hard it must be. Like it, when I try and quit smoking, if I sit around everybody smoking, yeah, you start smoking. I'll you? start smoking. So for me, it's not even that much of a fuss because again, we do stuff in the week, mm. so I don't mind having a having a non-alcoholic beer. And plus, you don't end up getting all the hangover, you don't kind of that. And then if I am going out, I'm going to have a beer and I'm going to get. You're going out for a reason. Yeah, you're going out for a reason, aren't you? Yeah, but if we're just sat in the in the garden, not, I'm not drinking for a reason, so I don't mind having one. For like, for like myself, you know, without having the podcast never talk about, because we, like, we do like to cover a bit of mental health, because there's a lot of fathers and men, you know what I mean? I've gone through gone through shit, yeah. and got myself, got myself back to a point where things were going good, and I started to like reverse a bit, and I think, oh no, I'm not going back this way, so I just made a choice to... You know, push through. It's going to take a long time for me to be like, you know, there's still the, the not the cravings, but people going down the pub, I see people like drinking a big cold pint in the sun and I'm like, watching the football. I'm like, fucking hell. But then also, I'll go other things. Like I'll go and watch football and I'll spend my money on, I don't know, it's just a it's time less, will tell, wouldn't it? The less you do it, though, the less it'll be, a, be an issue. Because but, but the thing is, my, I like going out. I love going out. Yeah, that's what I mean. You should have to not to, go out. You'll just be getting used to going out and not drinking. Drinking, drinking like an alcoholic. Even though my stag do. Like, you know, when you get drunk, you're up all night, you're, you know, you do other stuff and whatever. Some people do anyway. Um, I used to be one of those people who'd fucking, you know, get older, be naughty. Yeah. Um, but even on my stag do, like, I was the first one in bed, wasn't I? Like, half yeah. past nine, because, you know, no one knows, oh, fucking, you know, people just don't give a fuck, do they? Just want to get out of themselves. Well, like, a lot of people are selfish. Yeah, yeah, they can, they definitely can be. It's, um, but the le- like you said, the less you have a, uh, like alcoholic beer every time you're out rather than alcoholic beer, it'll just become the norm. Like like football, this is a perfect example. I've started to I've started to watch football less because I'm not going to the pub because I'm not Mate, it's not on. So and I I don't care as much about it because I'm not watching it. Whereas before I was like I need to see the football. I need because to it comes with a package, doesn't it? Yeah, football, beer, cigarettes. Yeah, it all and then comes it goes. Together. Football's finished. You've had a few beers. I'm not going to go home and. You know what I mean? Like, especially for someone like yourself, you know, you, you're living on your own at the moment. Yeah. So you can push you in a depressed depressed manner, can't it? Oh, definitely. Obviously, obviously, you've gone through being down and stuff like that. We went sort of through it at the same time, didn't we? Hence why this beautiful podcast was born. Well, one thing I've realised is that, and, and this is going to sound really, like, um, soft, but there's one thing I've noticed that is more important than anything in life, more than anything, is having good mates around you. Because they're, they're the things that make everything like if you're on your own you can do you can go on holiday you can go to the most beautiful place in the world you can do this you're not sharing it with anyone yeah. it's pointless and as well like, like you say your mates like you used to want to see, you see your mates every friday saturday every friday saturday yeah 
you know, like people who go like, you know, I ain't seen you for, for months and months and months. Yeah. But talk on the phone. Like, you don't get that with like anyone else. I get that with about two other, you know, like I went to the pub the other day and saw loads of people. Yeah. Yeah, don't give a toss about you, do they? Well, to, one thing that made me realise how important having people around you and stuff is, is, is other than obviously the time I spend with Autumn and everything else, that the happiest time I think in my life was probably when I was at uni. And that was because, of, obviously, you haven't got the responsibilities and you're going a bit mad and stuff, but... It's I, really, because... I didn't enjoy uni at all. <laughs> Stayed in my room, didn't do a thing, mate. Well, it's because you wake up, and like we shared halls, didn't we, at uni and everything. And, <laughs> did we? And you wake up, no, you've got your mates there. Like, yeah. you go out and do your mates. You go to sleep, your mates are there. You're, like, you're going out, your mates are there. You're constantly around your mates. But when you leave, when you grow up and you start to think... Yeah, it's not like, is it? It was no. like, for me, it was like an actual bubble. I was in a dream. Yeah. I look back on it. Like you go on your Facebook memories, and I'm like, fuck it now. Remember the night we were dressed as grannies in that bar? Yeah. You told me now we're going to dress as grannies. I'm like, fuck, joking, mate. Do you remember that time when we nicked somebody's fridge? Yeah, who does that? Who gets drunk and steals someone's fridge? Probably that Mark had socks in our hands, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that? we returned it. Yeah, yeah, with no food now. Can I just say about football? Um, we, I'm starting to notice a dangerous trend in football at the moment. Yeah. Is... Where are you going with this? Well, water bricks, right? Oh, mate, boring. I think... Fuck that, off. I genuinely think, because they're starting to stick an advert in there, I think they're gaining towards turning football into a game of quarters so they can add adverts in, the, in between, but not change the game, not have, like, well, we'll have quarters like they do in America, but then turn them into water bricks so they'll start splitting it up into quarters where they have water bricks so they can stick an advert in and get more money. What would um, you do if that happened? George, I'd write, I'd write a strong letter and red pen to like, the head of the FA. Like I did to Sol Campbell that time? No, did, no, you sent it to... Um, Hull City. Yeah, so <laughs> demanded them to buy Sol Campbell. Yeah, Hull then, then you rung, I remember, because <laughs> you rung the thing and you're like, oh, can I speak to Phil Brown, please? Sol Campbell. And the lady on the phone said, sorry, have you got an appointment? Like, no, no, I just, um, just need to talk to him quick. And she's like, can I take a message? You're like, yeah. You need to fucking buy Sol Campbell. He's a free transfer. Sol Campbell's a fucking free transfer. <laughs> and the lady went and passed the message on. It was. It was on a free transfer. You had been on. You'd been on the booth the night before, though. Yeah. You had the Dutch courage to ring him up. I did, and I rang head office at Hull City, and I said, "What? What on earth is bloody going on? We could have Sol Campbell here on a free on a free transfer, <laughs> and you're dawdling around trying to sign somebody from Swindon. Fucking Steve Bruce's son. Yeah, yeah, Steve Bruce's son. I mean, yeah, he did a good job. He did a job for us, but. Still. What's his name? Um, Alex Bruce. Was he any good? Was he any good? Yeah, he was very good defender, actually, yeah. I bet he was if he's got a fucking dad, head like his dad. Where is he now? I mean... <laughs> Where are they now? <laughs> the next feature. He is. Yeah, we should do that. Where are they now? He is at Kilmanic FC. Oh, fucking shot. So he can just about play football. Yeah. yeah. He's doing that. Well, Matt, I think we'll wrap this one up. Yeah, it's been a little um, It's been good to get the catch up off, clear the cobwebs. Um, so, yeah, we've got episodes to back on now, guys. Um, look forward to uh, you guys giving us some input and some comments and reviews. Any any um, stories you guys want to pass on, don't, be, don't hesitate to send us some direct messages, especially with those lovely ladies out there, Matt Single, Ready to Mingle. He's, uh, he's completed Tinder, so we need something new to get his teeth into. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> uh, nice to see you, Matt. See you soon. Cheers, mate. Take care. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? 
Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.